Uh, if you're wondering, can I? Is it possible to run a four minute mile? Don't ask somebody that's never been able to run less than a ten minute mile if it can be done. Go talk to the person who's done it. Welcome back to One Visit Away with your host Kevin Fitzpatrick. This show focuses on true stories of philanthropy in order to understand what it takes to succeed in major gift fundraising. Listen to these stories, and you'll realize you're just one visit away from a transformational experience for your benefactors and your organization. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to One Visit Away. I've got 10 minutes to record right now, so this is going to be another quick episode. But I've been uh, thinking about this a lot, and... uh, I'm going to share this with you all. If you've been following some of my stuff here in the podcast or things on LinkedIn, I've been talking a lot about um, decide, like you know, determining the vision for your organization. You know, what's the organization trying to achieve? Developing a cost to achieving that vision, and then just saying we are getting this done no matter what. And that reminded me of one of the best uh, business personal finance books. I think ever written, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Many of you have probably read this book. If you haven't, I would highly recommend it. Um, it's, yeah, yeah, had a big influence on me. Lots of entrepreneurs um, have gotten started because of this book. But anyway, so basically, if you haven't read the book, it's Robert Kiyosaki. He, he's, it's this fictional creation. But he's talking about uh, when he grew up, he says he has a poor dad and a rich dad. And like in the story, his poor dad was his actual father. Um, and I think he worked uh, he worked for the government or as like a university professor or something like that. And his rich dad was his good friend's dad. And he was an entrepreneur. And he winds up like teaching uh, Robert and then his friend all these things about business and wealth. And so he just compares the book, you know, between his poor dad and his rich dad. And one of the things he begins the book with, I'm just going to read y'all a little excerpt to begin this from. But he says, for example, one dad had a habit of saying, I can't afford it. The other dad forbade those words to be used. He insisted I ask, how can I afford it? One is a statement and the other is a question. One lets you off the hook and the other forces you to think. My soon-to-be rich dad would explain that by automatically saying the words, I can't afford it, your brain stops working. By asking the question, how can I afford it, your brain is put to work. He did not mean that you should buy everything you want. He was fanatical about exercising your mind, the most powerful computer in the world. He'd say, my brain gets stronger every day because I exercise it. The stronger it gets, the more money I can make. He believed that automatically saying, I can't afford it, was a sign of mental laziness. That quote is so true for life, and it is extraordinarily applicable to major gift fundraising. I've said this before, but there are so many people in the nonprofit world who are just really complacent and have seen a lot of failure and are just kind of okay with that and think that that's how it has to be forever. Um trying to think of some examples here. Um, But yeah, I mean, (laughs) this is what it always comes down to for me is I think about, you'll find this as you start to think bigger and want to raise a lot more money, people on your board, people within the organization are going to tell you, ah, that's impossible. Or like other, 
you know, fundraisers from other organizations are going to be like, yeah, you can't do that. It's impossible to raise that much money. And the thing that I always think of is don't let someone who's never done something tell you that you can't do it. So like what I mean by that is if you, uh, if you're wondering, can I, is it possible to run a four minute mile? Don't ask somebody that's never been able to run less than a 10 minute mile. If it can be done, go talk to the person who's done it and then talk and, and they can give you a, a adequate answer of how to do it. Like if you start asking, Hey, is it possible to, you know, start your own business and work, uh, 20 hours a, me- a week and make a six figure income? Don't ask somebody that has never done it. <laughs> If that's possible or how you should do it, go talk to the person that's done it before and get their perspective. So don't listen to somebody just because they're on your board and they're, I don't know, a, I don't know, they, they work as a, a medical doctor and they're going to tell you like, oh, you can't raise two million extra dollars next year. Just can't be done that they've never done it before. So they're not qualified to tell you whether or not you can do it. And, and just by saying, like, that can't be done, next time you you catch yourself doing that, because we all do it, next time you catch yourself saying, I can't do that, or I can't afford it, or we can't raise that much money, stop yourself and ask the question, how could we raise that much money? Because almost always, there is a solution. And just like Robert says, your brain is the most powerful computer in the world. Let it work. Pose that question and your brain is going to start coming up with solutions uh, to that question. My next little portion of this podcast is just telling a story of uh, real people that do this. So I would say that like super successful people do this type of thing all the time. Not saying I can't do that, but how could I do that? Or how could I afford it? How could I make that much money? How could I raise that much money? And it reminds me of a story I once heard um, uh, a development professional shared with me how he had asked someone for a very significant uh, seven-figure gift. It was a lot more than a million dollars. And um, they'd asked this person for that gift. And again, I'll call the, uh, the benefactor Bob. But uh, he wound up saying no to that ask because he just didn't have the money at the time. Um, he couldn't, he couldn't give that much with some of the other commitments they had and a few other things. So, uh, a couple years later, um, turns out Bob wound, he really wanted to give that gift. And so he started a new business, uh, almost exclusively for the purpose of being able to make enough money to give that gift. So, and I don't know how that turned out. I don't know the rest of that story, but I would imagine, um, you know, it either was or will be successful because that's what, <laughs> that's how success happens in big ways. When people stop saying simply, I can't do that, I'm going to go give up and go watch uh, TV for four hours. But rather, when they say, How could I do that? How could I afford that? How could I raise that much money? How could we accomplish this big goal? Because when you start asking that question, uh, it means that there is a solution. And so your brain is just going to start coming up with solutions. So that's my challenge for you today is uh, 
specifically in major gifts, but really in any area of your life. Uh, next time you find yourself saying, I can't do that, um, stop, catch yourself and, and think to yourself, how could I do that? How could we raise that much money? And I think you'll be amazed at what your mind starts coming up with. Um, because when you, when you just start living that way, it opens you up to seeing so many more solutions all around you, and then you can start taking them. So do that today. I hope this episode was helpful. And as always, uh, please leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. It really helps the, uh, the show get out to new listeners. I hope this episode has inspired you to schedule more visits. After all, you're just one visit away from asking somebody for a seven-figure gift that they can't give at the time, but then they'll go on to start a new business just to give that gift.